morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. Fourteen twenty in the morning for this January the 31st, 2023. Uh, today's show is brought to you by Barnburner Hockey and barnburnerhockey.ca. Use promo code 1420BARN at Barnburner Hockey today and save yourself 10% on all of their all-natural hockey products and apparel today at our new friends at Barnburner Hockey. Uh, got some great things planned for the very near future with those boys out there in Halifax. Anyways, yesterday the Vancouver Canucks made a trade late afternoon where they traded team captain who's been around with the team since 2014, I believe, so quite the tenure there. But anyways, Bo Horvat's on his way out of Vancouver, going to a, another team that's not really in the playoffs right now, the New York Islanders. Uh, the Islanders kind of have a disappointing season. You thought they'd have a, a bit of a better year than they've been having, but maybe this this, this trade will help them out. Anyways, going to Vancouver, uh, Anthony Bolivier, Atu Ratti, and a, a Protected, not a projected, a protected first round pick uh, going back to Vancouver. So the, uh, the the dreaded R word is back on in, in Vancouver. They never like to admit it. Their owner, Aquilini, never likes to say uh, the rebuild word, but it's happening. It's right in front of our very eyes. I don't know how you're going to do that with the amount of money you're going to you, you pay Miller, Hughes, and uh, Patterson, but that's what they're doing anyways. So anyways, uh, Bo Horvat, who apparently hasn't talked contract with the Canucks for about a couple, three months, they, uh, the contract uh, demands or talks or whatever you want to say, how they, they staled. Uh, and then so Bo, Bo Horvat did the uh, basically what uh, Aaron Judge did last year and bet on himself. And Horvat is having himself a hell of a year, uh, 31 goals so far on a on an awful Canucks team that's 20, 26, and 3. And having a terrible year. And as we know, they made the coaching change to Rick Talkett last week uh, and the like. So a lot of uh, upheaval and everything else in Vancouver, which isn't good for the fan base. You don't like seeing that. Uh, the players they got back, uh, Bolivier is uh, average NHLer at best. He's a first-rounder, uh, I think 21st, 22nd overall, whatever that was. Uh, he hasn't really produced very much at all in the National Hockey League level. I think he's got 11 goals this year, which isn't, which isn't bad, but it isn't great for a first-round guy. Uh, Aturati, it's an interesting little uh, caveat there. He uh, was projected to be a top three or four guy uh, when his initial draft year in 2021 came around. Uh, all the things happened, COVID and the like and everything. Uh, he ended up going. Then then when the draft day started, he was allegedly going to be in a, a 10 to 20 range in the first round. He dropped all the way to 59th overall, I think it was, in the second round. So there's something that went wrong there. Uh, he was projected to be a, like he's a highly skilled player, uh, the, and the like. He has one National Hockey League goal. He's spent most of this year in Bridgeport in the American Hockey League, but uh, Aturati was projected to be a high a high, uh, a high, pick, so they, they got a guy who could be a project, who could be a guy that Rick Tockett might be able to uh, to meld into a National Hockey League player. I, I, I don't think that that's going to happen, because the way things happen usually in, in Vancouver with, their, with prospects and the like, and uh, so I don't see that happening. There's a reason why a guy gets projected in the first uh, in, go top five oh, and then into the uh, late in the second round, but we'll give give the guy a chance. Anyways, Bolivier uh, hasn't really gotten into being the player that he was projected to be. Uh, he's an average NHLer at best. And that, and that's, uh, I think that's being kind. Uh, so, the, the Canucks are trying to spin it that they uh, they got better not not better they got younger quicker with uh, with hope for the future and that's just another word you don't want to hear is is the f word the future's always been now in in uh, in uh, Vancouver but now they're finally 
basically admitting that they got some problems. Actually, GM, well, it's not even a GM. I don't know what Rutherford's is. He's the uh, president, I guess, out in Vancouver. But uh, you, you wonder what the the, the, the the thought process is out in Vancouver by getting rid of your captain, having himself a hell of a year, well, well liked in the community, uh, hell of a hockey player. Like I said, he's got 31 goals. And he uh, stated yesterday on his, in his uh, post-mortem presser that he when he was uh, going to to the island that uh, he thought he was going to be a Canuck forever. And I think most people did, but I think the writing was on the wall when the season, they didn't get the contract done. And when they signed JT Miller last year, uh, or in the, in the off season, sorry, which was last year, that, uh, that, Bull was probably not in the plans because there was only X amount of dollars to go around in the salary cap world of the National Hockey League. Uh, it's reminiscent a lot of the Trevor Linden deal that happened in uh, Vancouver to the same Islanders. Actually, uh, the, the this this trade actually that or that that trade story brought in uh, a guy by the name of Roberto Luongo from Long Island to to the Canucks and the rest of history. Luongo is one of the greatest goaltenders of all time. I don't think you're going to be saying that Bolivier or uh, Aturati is going to be a uh, one of the greatest of all time at their positions uh it's it's sad to see a guy like Horvat go I know my family or my sister's out in Vancouver Island there she uh quite likes Bo and she and she's a or Bo's a family favorite of uh Horvat he's uh he's a great player uh is he a is he a all-time player no but he's not but he's a really he's a great player that's going to help out the, the Islanders a lot and last week um Lou Lamarillo the the uh the godfather of hockey out there in his uh probably is the, the the lights turned low on the whole bit and making this deal and getting it done. Uh, he said he had to go out and get some players and it was on him that they don't have the team that they should have and they should be competing for. He didn't get the players. Well, yesterday he went out and did it and he went out and got a play that's going to help them get into a playoff spot. I think they're two points behind Pittsburgh right now. Isn't enough in that tough Eastern Eastern Conference to put the uh, Islanders back into a playoff, playoff race? I don't know because it's tough. They got a, they got a goaltender who's um, looking to have a Vesna type of year so that, that helps. So having a, a player of Horvat's uh, ilk is is a great thing for the Islanders. It's going to help them a ton. Uh, is he going to continue? Is is he is he going to sign there long term? They they do have some money on the books, so they can probably spread around and find a way to get Horvat signed long term out in in in, in uh, on the island for the Islanders. But I don't see him. Uh, you wonder if that was part of the deal, like a sign in or a trade and sign situation they had because getting rid of three. They're trying to the Canucks are trying to spin it as they got they got three first rounders out of this deal because Ratai or Aturati it was supposed to be a first rounder so they're they're spinning it in the media that we basically got three first rounders. Well, Bolivier has shown what he is. He's not a he's not a great NHLer. I'd be surprised if he's in the league in five years. Uh, Ratti has been in the minors. Is he going to get a chance in Vancouver? I doubt it. Like I, if you wonder if the, the patience of a guy like Rick Tockett, um who was last week already calling his team out, calling them soft and everything else. So getting a guy like Ratti, is he going to uh, add to the, the, the Charmaine softness of that hockey club? Who knows? But you just you just wonder how that's going to all work out for the Canucks and, and, and if the uh, if, if Tuck is having second thoughts of taking that deal and the, or if the Canucks are actually having second thoughts of having a, a guy like Tuck behind the bench because uh, it doesn't make a whole bunch of sense to have uh, paying the three coaches the way they're paying them to, to basically now you're mailing it in for the rest of the season. They're, they aren't a good hockey team. They're a worse hockey team today than they were this time yesterday with Bo Horvat and having your captain there. Uh, now, now what do they do? Do they put the C on Hughes? They put the C on Pedersen? I don't know. Uh, they have a their own special set of problems with Aquilini and 
right on through in that franchise. You, you wonder what the uh, the long term goal is. You like to see what their that the the whiteboard looks like in in uh, in Canuck World Headquarters. Because like I said, they're they're a worse team yesterday than than they were than they are now, and that's just the simple facts of it. And anybody who says anything differently is wrong. Uh, the Canucks are a, a broken organization. They're a broken situation. They've been that way for quite some time. Uh, trading your captain yesterday, like I said, it's reminiscent of when Trevor Linden got ran out of town back in the, the Mike Keenan days and the Harry York days, actually, uh, when Keenan was there, Messier came in and the like, and they traded him away to, to, to the Islanders, and, and the rest is history with Trevor Linden. Uh, but he's still an, an icon in Vancouver. Surprise, surprise. Great head of hair. I met him once in uh, Vernon, BC, when I was living there in the Italian kitchen restaurant, and he was there and went and shook his hand. This before camera phones the whole bit, right? So uh, shook his hand. Great head of hair on that man. Hands, handsome, handsome fella. Like, he's not Jimmy Garoppolo for handsome. He's a good-looking good fella. You wonder where the Canucks are going to go with this. You wonder if this if this is the trade, the last one that Lamarillo is going to make in his deal and in his tenure with the Islanders because things haven't gone as smooth as, he, as he's hoped on the island. He's got some great talent there, uh, but they haven't been able to put things together and do any kind of damage in the playoffs. And they're in a, a dog fight to make the playoffs this year, like I said, in that that tough Eastern Eastern Division or Eastern Conference. It's going to be a, a tough go for the Islanders to get past the, uh, the Pittsburgh, or stay ahead of the Pittsburgh Penguins or behind the Pittsburgh Penguins and, and get into that playoff spot because all those teams are so good out there. And it's a, it's, a, it's a tough go for those teams. And the Canucks, they're just going to Canuck it forever. It's, it's like Cleveland's going to Cleveland. The Canucks are going to Canuck. And there's nothing, there's nothing anybody can say or do that will change my mind. That that team is until they can get maybe a new owner and uh, get that thing straightened out. I mean, you can't fire the owner. Maybe you can try to get them to sell a team. But a lot, like I said, uh, on many of our shows before, these uh, teams are just a toy for these rich guys. And they uh, they like to, to run their own way. Like you look at Jerry Jones, and we talked about it uh, before on the 14th. 20 podcast which we did last night and there's a clip coming up uh later on on this show about what to happen at the championship sunday uh but yeah interesting to see what's going to happen it's too bad for for canuck fans that their captain's gone uh best of luck to bull horvat and you know what getting out of a place like that a toxic environment might help your career a lot and then you go to you go to the island you can put 15 20 more goals up on the board that's a lot there's only 20 games left or 30 games left i guess it is uh you put up 15 more 46 goal man that's uh, gonna get you a lot of money on a long-term deal something will set you and your family up for a long time to come but that's my rant for the day i'm just i'm entitled to it but anyways on this day in 1982 the 32nd nba all-star game was played at the brendan Byrne arena the former home of lou lamarillo actually uh in east rutherford new jersey east beat the west 120 to 118 in what would be a low scoring nba all-star game and you look at those games now there's 130 140 points per team uh going up on those nba all-star games i actually don't mind watching that a little bit like i'm not the biggest nba guy i'll watch those games here and there but the all-star game those uh those guys are talented there's a lot of there's a lot of athleticism on those uh, those NBA guys. Got great big guys like that who can move. It's uh it's pretty impressive. And did anybody see? I'm going to run out of time here again. But did anybody see that LeBron James get blocked? They were playing the Celtics the other night, and uh, he got blocked. And it was a foul. There's no doubt it was a foul. But LeBron got went down like and he was throwing a temper tantrum, like he was he got shot from the the book depository in, uh, in, in Dallas. Like it was, it was actually embarrassing that a grown man been in the league for 20 years would act like that. But anyways, it's just a odd situation with LeBron. He's an odd, odd cat and happy 75th birthday to the Nolan, the Ryan express. Nolan Ryan turned 75 uh, years old today. Hall of fame pitcher stops with the Mets, the angels, the Astros, the Rangers, 
Uh, seven career no-hitters, 5,714 strikeouts, 222 complete games. That stat is crazy. I was looking at his stat line yesterday, seasons of 22, 23, 20 complete games back early in his career. Uh, unbelievable that he would be able to do that and, and the guys are uh, doing that now. The guys aren't doing that now and how their arms are protected and everything else. And I know that guy was built differently and he, his whole body frame, the frame was built differently, but it was unbelievable the amount of games he would put up. And the, the, the stat that, that gets me about Nolan Ryan is he only uh, played in eight all-star games, right? So it's kind of a, it's kind of a crazy situation there with, uh, with Nolan Ryan and the like, cause he's, he's an all-time great. And you think for the amount of years that he played, he'd have a lot more all-star game appearances. I know they don't mean anything in the big picture. Uh, actually, they probably would have back then. There would have been a lot of bonuses, uh, bonuses in the contracts and stuff, but yeah, uh, Nolan Ryan, happy birthday to him. Happy 75 years old, man. You're watching those guys when you're younger. Now they're getting 75 years old. It says something about how old you are. Anyways, thank you for supporting the show. 14 to <clears throat> 14, 20 in the morning is doing really good. The Belly Up Networker shows. Make sure you check out some shows on the rest of the network. Uh, and go to SeatGeek.com. Get uh, promo code 1420 pod, or pod today and get some t- tickets. Save yourself 20 bucks. Anyways, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. And we'll talk to you guys tomorrow, folks. Uh, speaking of mics off, your friend Tony Romo almost threw out an M-bomb. I don't know if you saw that. Did no, you see I that? didn't. I hear that. There was a situation, and I didn't. He hear has it. to shut up. Tell me, he he. Did you listen to the broadcast? Oh, I don't just know. stop! Just stop fucking yelling, Romo. Yeah. Just talk like. So he a, was a getting excited, human. and like there, I can't remember what the exact play was, but 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 the, this running back dodged three tackles, and he said something that I'm not even going to try to 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 uh, replicate, and he almost went into the end bomb. I was that that would have been the end of Tony Romo's career right there. And oh I wish he would it was it, it was it's like oh yeah he because then I, I saw some people they had it on the old Twitter machine that uh they were like did Romo just do this? And it was a group of, of uh African American fans watching it and they were having a chuckle about it. Not that I'm laughing about the, the, the use of that word, but they, they were saying, Did Romo just and they they, they rewound it and they were like, Yep, he almost did. It was just it was funny. So I'll I'll try to find it. Maybe I'll put it up on our Twitter account or I'll send it to you, Dave, because it was uh it was that was almost the end of Tony Romo's career right there. Well, that's I I, I did a search as you were talking, and then I, I just I said search Romo N bomb. It sounds like Tony Romo darn near dropped an N-bomb during Chiefs game. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll, I'm not going to read it while we're talking, but I'm definitely going to catch up on that. In the yeah, it, it was like, oh, yeah, that, that's exactly what he was going to say. There was no there was no word in that situation. He, he, he could have used that to start with an N. Well, and I have the streaming services too, so I'm going to find and I'm going to listen to it after. after yeah, it was something else. <laughs>